It's as close to time travel as we're going to get. This Week in Music History with Marty Miller. Do you know, if I could time travel, I wouldn't change a bit about this week. I went to a Christmas party, I wore a Christmas jumper, and technically, it's only the middle of November, kind of. So this week on the podcast, we're looking at November 20th to 24th. It is a bit early for a Christmas jumper, isn't it? This was the week that we lost Peter Grant, the man who changed the way band management was carried out through his boys, Led Zeppelin. It's the group and the manager, V the rest. V the rest means two fingers to the rest. Michael Hutchins left us as well. Hutchins' death has stunned the music industry, both here in Australia and overseas. And we had such a laugh with Brian May of Queen. (laughs) (laughs) The three of us um, pretending to be girls, really. (laughs) I, I, I wasn't there. In 1974, drummer with The Who, Keith Moon, collapsed during a concert. Apparently his drink was spiked, probably by himself. With a horse tranquilizer, it was definitely himself. 19-year-old Scott Halpin, who was in the audience, volunteered to replace him on drums for the remaining three numbers of the show. From the stage, looking for a drummer, here's Pete Townsend. It was this week in 1976 that Paul Simon hosted NBC's Saturday Night Live, or SNL. He performed live with George Harrison. They did Here Comes the Sun and Homeward Bound. Ladies and gentlemen, my friend George Harrison. Zipping through a week in a matter of minutes. This Week in Music History, the podcast. So they're no longer together, but they're still pally. In 1990 in Bali, Mick Jagger married Jerry Hall. Here's Jerry on Mick. He is a very good father. Um, and now he's all right. He never gave me anything that antibiotics wouldn't cure. <laughs> God, this fellow was ruthless. In 1995, the legendary manager of Led Zeppelin, Peter Grant, died from a heart attack. He was just 60 years of age, but by God, he was flipping huge. Known for being one of the shrewdest and most ruthless managers in rock history, he secured 90% of concert gate money for the band. There are a lot of managers, unfortunately, who were on what is known as record company managers. They were going to make a deal and like, it's kind of, you know, too pally with the, with the record company. Hence, you don't really get the best for your act, but you get your commission. As far as I'm concerned, no way, you know. It's the group and the manager be the rest. Ooh, surprise, surprise, in 1990. While another stone got married to Jerry Hall, Bill Wyman announced that his 17-month marriage to Mandy Smith was over. You'll remember that she was just 13 when they started going out together. He was 47. On their wedding day, the rest of the boys had their thoughts. Love Charlie Watts on this. I think it's a very good idea he got married. I'm glad he's finally taken the plunge. But I don't know anything about it. Perhaps I haven't made a decent man out of him. You think he's settled down? That's another story. It was this week in 1997 that the in excess singer Michael Hutchins was found dead in his hotel suite in Sydney. He was just 37 years of age. It had been suggested that his death was accidental, but sadly, it was ruled a suicide. Hutchins' death has stunned the music industry, both here in Australia and overseas. Uh, it's just horrific news and... Um 
I just spoke to my friend who was just about to go tour with him around Australia. I can't believe it. 1975, Queen started a nine-week run at number one on the UK singles chart. The song was Bohemian Rhapsody. Here's how they put the whole thing together. Here's Brian May. Now there you have... <laughs> the three of us um, pretending to be girls, really. <laughs> the female part of the choir. Do you want to hear it again? It sounds pretty weird on its own, but of course it, it all makes sense in, in the structure of the harmony. This week in music history, a week in less than 10 minutes. Oh my God, this fellow was a nut job. Jerry Lee Lewis the killer. Ten hours after his last arrest in 1976, this week he was arrested again, brandishing a gun outside Elvis Presley's home, demanding to see the king, rattling the gate, going, let me in, I want to see Elvis. Police arrived, they found Lewis sitting in his car with the loaded pistol resting on his knee. Jerry Lee takes up the story. What are you going to do with that gun? You going to shoot Elvis Presley? I said, well, if you're silly enough to thank God, that's a problem with something. Get out of that car, though. That was the deal on that. And Elvis waited and waited and waited on that. So Elvis was left waiting. In 1991 this week, Freddie Mercury died. Complications from AIDS at his home in London. One day after publicly admitting that he was HIV positive. Freddie Mercury was openly bisexual. He enjoyed the rock star lifestyle to the full. He was born in Zanzibar of Persian descent and spent most of his childhood in India before going to art school in London. He was generous with his wealth and famous for his wild parties, though he played down the glamorous side. You know, it's like a housewife, to be honest. I just go on there, go on there and do my job and then come home. And finally this week, it's a birthday boy. John Squire of Stone Roses and Seahorses has a birthday. Listen to this. This is John Squire isolated on that great Stone Roses track. Listen to how good this is. <laughs> That's a look at this week in music history from November 20th until 24th. Thanks a lot for checking out the podcast. We'll do it again next week. This week in music history, the podcast.